I had several people who for the first time shared the story on my podcast. Like it was like, I was bullied when I was a kid. I was mm. abused. Like, and this like, wow, they, they revealed that they are gay or like these kind of stories that why are on earth are you revealing this to me? And they just felt yeah. that I'm holding a space for them. And that fe feels always so, I feel so much appreciation for the work that I do and the fact that people are trusting me to share their stories. And that's like always so, so good. It, mm. it's, th these are the conversation when you allow people to share their story without you know, someone judging them or, you know, they know that potentially like hundreds of thousands of people could listen to their story, but they are still willing to have that one-on-one -on -one conversation with me. You are listening to Next Up Nation, where leaders and influencers dish their secrets to inform, inspire, and entertain serious podcasters with host Tiffany Youngren. Get ready to hear at least one way to attract more loyal listeners and profit from your podcast. Remember, though, none of what we say can help you if you don't take action. So let's make it easy. If you're new to the show, go to nextstepnation.com slash listener for show notes and a free podcast budget worksheet. For our loyal listeners who want to stop dabbling and start dominating, visit nextstepnation.com slash get started to learn more about how we can help you hit your targets in the next 100 days. Now here's the show. Hey there, I'm Tiffany Youngren, host of Next Up Nation, where we help podcasters and YouTubers with vision become preeminent thought leaders in their industries. You are about to have the incredible opportunity to listen as we dig into the who, why, and what of a podcaster show. Then at the end, we're going to identify one powerful how, one action that she can take for results in the next 30 days. Well, let's welcome... Uh, Deanna, <laughs> you know what? I don't know why I just like got all freaked out just now, but you have the most beautiful name, Deanna Ligoli, also known as coach D, uh, welcome to our show. You said it perfectly. Okay. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for being here. Um, so should I call you Deanna or coach D? Yeah, it's good with D. My oh, friends call me D and I consider you as a friend. <laughs> oh gosh, thank you so much. And we just met. So I'm just so excited to have you here and, and just humbled that you said that. So, well, um, D hosts, uh, she's the host of twice weekly fearless and successful podcast. It has released 150, 146 episodes from May of 2018 to the, to today's recording on May 25th of 2021. That's today, the day that we're recording it. Uh, Deanna is an international success and business coach who teaches female entrepreneurs how to rapidly launch and scale their online businesses through aligned and inspired action. Drawing from her studies in business and nearly two decades of experience as a serial entrepreneur, she helps her clients reach 40,000 um, in 90 days. And let me clarify that Deanna, is that 40,000 per month or 40,000 in 90 days or less? Yeah. So 40K in 90 days. Yeah. In 90 days. And her goal is to inspire millions of women to be more and have more without having to do more. Dee, that is just amazing. That's incredible. Why did you start Fearless and Successful Podcast? Wow. That's a great question. Never, yeah, no, nobody asked, actually asked me that. Gosh. What I believe that at the point where I started my podcast, this felt as a medium for people that I 
worked at that time, busy moms. Uh, it was also two months after I launched my first academy for moms. And it just felt like when I was asking my audience, so what is, how do you love to learn? And I was like, yeah, I love to cook and learn. <laughs> I said, like, cook and learn? Like, what? Huh. You know, we all love to learn, but cook and learn? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm a mom of three kids, so that seems like a, a dream. And I started to actually, like, listen to this amazing podcast. One of the podcasts, if I may share, what is yeah. which podcast actually yes. inspired me? Yes, So it was um, Entrepreneurs on Fire. GLD, oh, yeah. like, inspired me so much, like... Um, I was featured in one magazine where on the cover of that magazine was Emily Williams and I started to follow her and then she was on that podcast and I said, holy, you know, she is so amazing. Like, and I started to follow GLD and I said like, wow, he's actually recording something. I could totally do that. And with total disclaimer, I started my first show show in a closet. Like oh, I wow. do everything, like really, like I'm inspired. I I take action, and then I say, "Look, okay, I'm inspired. Uh, I have intention. I'm gonna figure out a how. I'm gonna do it later on." Mm. So it was really like, um, like I do anything in my business. It was inspired. It was full intention, and it was to serve my audience at that time. Mm. Mm, I love that. I love that. And you, and I love that you take massive action. That just makes me so happy. So, <laughs> um, so basically you, you kind of took this passion to help and then turned it into a podcast and deliver it in a way that the ultimate multitaskers could consume it, which is while they're doing something else. <laughs> so that's great. Well, and you told me, I asked you before, um, this interview, what it was that you wanted from your show. And you said that you wanted to grow influence and impact. Can you tell me a little bit, a little bit more about that, please? Yes. So, oh, this is so funny because I never considered my podcast as a marketing tool, though I, I, I'm a lot, you know, launch and scale expert. And I know everything about digital marketing and all this. I never consider my podcast as a marketing tool. Mm-hmm. It's just to what allowed me especially last year during pandemic to to connect with people and just have this meaningful conversation and what i realized that i so love to speak with people um and i want to it's you know it's not scalable this format is not scalable because you can speak like with one person and have meaningful connection at, at once right? right so i was thinking like what would be look like what, what would it look like if you have like one million downloads? What does that look like? You know, that means that you are actually impacting one million people or whatever. Right. You know, the number is like really tangible. But then I'm also thinking, if I'm having a close circle of people that are coming into my show like every week, um, and let's just say like we have 52 weeks and I have like 30 weeks of a show. I also want to have a vacation. That's like 30 meaningful conversation. And imagine if these like 30 people inspire or share that with one person, mm. right? That's double. So yeah. I'm thinking like, how can I actually accelerate that that process and impact? Does that make yeah. sense? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. So you wanted to take something that you were able to kind of do at at a limited scale and then grow it faster by leveraging 
the influence of others really, uh, which is, I think brilliant. It's a huge, you know, having guests on your show. I just think, in fact, when I have people on this, on this show for the hot seat, it, I, I require that they do interviews because I, mm-hmm. I feel like there's so much power on in it. The number one advantage that I see to podcasting are the relationships. Like, I mean, I met you before the show and, you know, moments before, and I'm like, you're like one of my favorite people already, (laughs) you know? And so I just feel like things like that, where we're able to talk about things and uh, really dig into something we're both passionate about. And so you're able to do that over and over again. But beyond that is they do have an audience and they just share that experience with you. Why wouldn't they want to go share it? And, you know, you have a lot in common and um, there's a lot of reasons that they would. So I think that that was really insightful for you to um, go in that direction. So that's really cool. Yeah. Can I add something? Yeah. Because I just had like, sometimes I feel that, you know, even if we do like, I consider my graphics or my team does an amazing graphics and we share and we share the links and we share everything like you know it's just like it takes people so much to actually share afterwards the show and I'm not sure if that's like if they're not satisfied um with the conversation or just like I don't want to share but I feel like when I'm on someone else's show I feel so privileged and so honored that the host actually took the time to hear me out and I love to share so what's take on, like, this is a question to you. Like, what do you feel that people, like, why are they so hesitant to share? You know? Um, yeah. You know, ultimately, I've been doing this for a long time and I've always had guests on my show. And um, my, I believe that they don't share because they're busy. Like they see mm. it, they intend to. Uh, we do, you know, I know like you, in fact, let me just say your graphics are amazing. So I totally agree with you. Um But, you know, in fact, even providing content for guests to share, uh, there's a lot of ways to do that, to try to, you know, just like there's a lot of social media, you want to kind of get, get it to people in ways that make it as easy as possible or as robust as possible. Like some people, they're going to value sending them a video that they could use and brand themselves. Some people Mm. might be like, what am I going to do that? You want me to do your work for you? Like, you know, some of them perceive that as like, you're not making this very easy for me. I just want to be able to click share. (laughs) And then there it goes. Um, You know, I know for us, we send a guide in the beginning before we interview somebody, like here's some ways to share the content. Um, This is why, I mean, it kind of goes back to selling this whole concept of, you know, number one, hopefully you had a great time on the show. So please share it. But number two, when, when I share something and then you turn around and you click share on that, it's like a vote up. And so Mm -hmm. it actually creates more, you know, who knows what the algorithm's doing in the background, but I was always instructed. And what we've seen is that as if they're sharing our stuff or tagging us, that has more synergy than if one of us just shared something, you know, kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. So, so again, making it easy and then showing the value in that synergy for their brand. Now, as you move up and you have, you know, like if you had GLD on your show, (laughs) it might be a whole different thing. Then it's, you know, I had, I had GLD on my show. I am, (laughs) you know, you said that I thought, I bet, I bet I'm so yay. That's awesome. Did he, I have to ask, like, did he share it or how did that go? Well, 
Oh my goodness. So this is a very awkward moment because I'm such a perfectionist. And I was like, and actually his fiance reached out to me and she said like, now is the moment for, for us to share your podcast. I was like, what? I'm freaking out. <laughs> they actually yeah. reached out to me and they said, because he was in the That's book awesome. launch and, and he actually, I think he recorded thousand podcasts. It's, oh, it wow. was crazy. It was such yeah. a high number. Yeah. So and they reach out to me and I was like, what? what? And then I said, you know what? I said to my team, we need to make a special <laughs> page <laughs> for him where I'm going to come on video with his book. And, uh, you know, I'm going to record a lessons from the video and then I'm going to share the podcast. I'm not just going to throw him a link. Yeah. That's where, where my perfectionist came <laughs> into the play. Yeah. And until this day, um, I still haven't read the book <laughs> so I'm waiting to actually share the the video the video is done everything is done just the the book where I'm holding a book and reading a passage from the book that really inspired me so I want to do it like really excellently and um yeah I didn't okay. share yet with him so, so that's so on you me didn't release it. oh my gosh okay that does hurt my guts a little bit but um at the end of the day I I think that's brilliant I and still you're gonna still do it though right yeah, 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 yeah. Good, mm -hmm. good. And then how long ago was the, I mean, I feel like now, uh, you can, now's the, like, you can divert the conversation. Six weeks, six okay. weeks. No, no, no. Okay. No, so it wasn't okay. that yeah. long ago. So you're good. You're good. So he has a new book coming or he had a new book that just came out then. Okay. Yes. That illustrates so well too, that, you know, as people, I'm always encouraging people like go out and get your dream people on your show. Like who really inspires you and like do it. Um, but they have PR people. So mm -hmm. they're handled completely differently. So like our systems to do a podcast, you know, normal people, they're just busy. They're, you know, doing their thing. And it's like, how can I make it easy for them to share the information? But when you're talking about the, I, I call them the rock star guests. Um, that's when you're like, how can we promote like how, and it's always going at it humbly, right? It's like, I'm just little old me. And I know that I have a limited amount of anything, but what I have, I will give to you, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. how can I make it valuable to what you're doing? And usually they have an answer. And so that's exactly. when, when you do exactly what they ask you to do, they'll, they'll put gasoline on it. You know, they'll make it, um, really go further. So I think that's great. I, good job you and do it when you're, so is it done? Is your content ready now to release so so page and everything like everything and the graphics so we tried to do like everything in a you know we we went my team actually did everything with the graphics that are on his page and everything like it was it's beautiful it's excellent I just need to record a passage from the book where I'm gonna say oh. like this is the insight and this is why you should listen to this podcast so that's the the final one minute clip that I need to do yeah. Um, but be because we were so busy, like we had back to back launches. Um, I just couldn't read the book and I don't want to put something that it's not aligned. I really want to go through the book because it's a brilliant book. I think yeah. we're doing a commercial here for GLD. I but, um... Well, and really it's not because this is the kind of stuff that podcasters struggle with because busy people make the best podcasters, people who have mm -hmm. stories like this and who are like, I actually can't get, even get to the point where I can optimize it. Cause I haven't gotten it done yet. That's what people who are accomplishing things with their podcasts, that's what they struggle with. And I think that it's mm. really valuable. Um, have you, and not that we need to, I don't want to live it. I I'm so fascinated by it. So I'm a little bit living in it more than I normally would, but 
Um, have you considered like, you're so fit. So I'm imagining you exercise. Like, have you thought about Mm -hmm. like running while you're reading it and be like, you know, keep up and see what I have to say about it or something like that. So that we're jumping a pool. (laughs) Yes. Or or like float by in a pool and, you know, something where you're doing, cause you're, what are your, what do your listeners do? They're multitasking, right? Like you could be cooking Mm -hmm. and reading his book, you know, and then Mm -hmm. you would be exactly spot on, but something where you're like, we're all busy. We're all trying to consume content and I'm doing it. And I'll, you know, be sure to check, you know, listen to my episode with JLD and then, um, and then follow. And and even if you had a hashtag or something that you're like, as soon as I read it, watch for this hashtag and, you know, um, and then also post there, however you wanted to like connect it so that people could, you know, we'll put it in the show notes or, you know, something like that, or have a second blog post where you, I don't know. Anyway, so there's that, but (laughs) I digress, but. Yeah, I yeah, love good, that. Good, good. <laughs> good, I good, love good. that. And you're an action taker. So the other side of it is, is, um, you know, I'm sure it's beautiful. So I'm excited. To, I'm going to have to watch for it too. So, okay. <laughs> so, um, when we go through these, these, this first part of my official interview with you right now, um, the three things that we cover are your, why, like, why do you, why do you do it? Who, who's your audience and what is it that you're doing now? That's already working. Uh, and then afterwards we talked about this before, but afterwards we'll transition to the kind of my take on it. What I see that you're doing amazingly, which there's a lot of things, uh, and then just some areas of opportunity. And then my, if I was a boss of the world, what's the one thing that I would have you do and see results. So we just talked a little bit about your why, uh, and the fact that you wanted to grow influence and impact. Um, and you know, then we got onto this great topic of ways that you're doing that now, what's standing between you and your vision for your podcast? Oh, that's a great question. I think where I'm caught up is because we do so yeah the perfectionist in me definitely um definitely definitely but it's also sometimes even when I have these amazing people now we are ugh, I'm always amazed like GLD who is next like who is the be- better than G- like now I'm <laughs> reaching that cap where I love to have conversation with people like me mm-hmm. but then we have like, this special bonus episode that drops like Every once and then when I get these amazing people and we call it becoming the millionaire. Oh, yeah. So it's the, like, and it's so cool. So I'm, I'm interviewing like um, seven, eight figure um, entrepreneurs. Uh, most of them are my coaches and I had five, six of them. Um, so it, it, it's really humbling. And it's always like, oh, I'm here sitting, like having almost one-on-one coaching with this person. And then I go into a conversation with a mom who is juggling mm three kids and starting her business. And these are such a beautiful conversations. They're they're raw, real, honest. So I I think I'm kind of a, I know that these people give me like really credibility, but this is where I really Mm. like with this mom, I really enjoy the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I love and, and I love this too, because it's like, you know, I want to pick up the brain. That's a, it's not a great term, but I want to know how they think like these Mm -hmm. really successful CEOs, but also like this mom, she's my ideal client. I want to know what she thinks. Mm -hmm. It's kind of between my ideal client and my aspiration. 
Yeah. So where do I go? I think yeah. that's the biggest. I love it. I love that you do that too. In fact, that's something that's right on track with what I show my podcasters, how I help them strategize their guesting. And I, I love the idea. I do exactly the same thing where most of the time I'm interviewing people who are in the trenches, like they're, they're in the arena, you know, and, uh, but then bringing these rock stars on, it's so great because I mean, if I can talk to them, then that means that my guests must be able to talk to them because who am I, you know, like it, it's almost like if I, you know, like, look what they're doing. That means you can do it because you're only one degree of separation at this point. And, um, and then even for, for listeners, uh, getting that perspective. I mean, I ask a lot of the same questions and so hearing mm -hmm. kind of that, but I, I totally know what you're saying about it when you're talking to your ideal audience as well. It's, I feel like it's, uh, it's a lot closer to the rawness. Whereas when you talk to the rock stars, it takes them a minute to kind of get back to that, you know? <laughs> and mm -hmm. when you get them there, you're like, okay, that was magic. I can't believe they just got back there. But cause you kind of hear this, I mean, I, don't, I probably shouldn't say all this, but like, I, I feel like a lot of times you hear the story that their PR person has them out to tell. And so then if you can like dig in and get them kind of to the same place that your ideal audience is, it's like, hmm. you know, that's the magic. So, well, well I, I just had, um, recently, um, I don't know if you know, um, James Wedmore, mind your business podcast. I had him on my show and we had that like I just felt that he's speaking to me like it's a like I'm having one-on-one -on -one coaching here on this yeah. podcast it was so so good and after that I think like it was just I couldn't go back like I was really like okay I have this conversation with this person who is amazing like they are just starting up and they are they have their vision they have drive they are so excited how do I switch the conversation from this really freaking amazing person that I'm so inspired by to, the, you know, mm. to having a really normal conversation, like coffee chat with someone. Yeah. And what I realize is also sometimes I'm just in high in the clouds <laughs> that I just like need someone who will pull helium balloon down. Uh. And, and these are the people probably who just like, you know, just get grounded <laughs> here mm. around you. I love I it. I love it. Well, I, I, I think that's so great. So who is your ideal audience? Um, so my, my listeners. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yes. So my listeners are entrepreneurs who are just starting out and, or they are scaling and also people who are heart centered, mission driven. They are really here to make a difference. They know that they have a big calling um, they're here to make a positive change in this world. Um, and they're dreamers and hustlers. Mm. <laughs> dreamers and hustlers. I love it. Well, and I have to say too, um, to whoever's listening right now, you need to check out um, Deanna's uh, podcast and her videos. She just has the greatest energy. One thing I really like about your style is that there is a clear direction for your show, but it feels like you just kind of open it up. Like it's almost like, so do you have some kind of outline that you go from or do you like, yeah, tell mm. me about that. Um, so I always follow, like it's an open conversation and I love to go from 
when we start, I always have this, <laughs> my, my number one value is having fun, you know, um, and I was just like, like, these are like three F things that, <laughs> that are not what you think, but having fun, flow and freedom. Like these mm-hmm. are like really important thing in my life because I went from a really struggling burnout for entrepreneur to now when I, I really enjoy what I do. Um, so having fun. So I always ask my guests, like, so what is a fun fact <laughs> about you? And they're like, oh, I don't know, like, this is open, <laughs> like really amazing, op- like conversation opener. Yeah. And I think that then I'm leading through that, you know, towards the where they wh- what's their promotional thing that they want to promote, but always through that fun moment. And also mm. I, I ask what are their core values? And I always try to remind them throughout the, the conversation about these three core values. Mm. Um, and one of the top, like top, top, top questions that I asked, because we are on the fearless and successful podcast, what is one thing that they did like really fiercely um, where they were like, Shh, can I say? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm very, very afraid, um, but they did it. And now they see that as a success, like big success and, and big leap in their business or life. Um, so that's a common question. But I love to lead with their story and their value. What is their value to the world? Mm. How do they contribute to a positive change? Mm. So then it's mm. like just a conversation sparks from, from there. I love it. You know, um, I'm super fascinated too about the, uh, like the, the pace and the flow of an interview. You know, I feel like there's an anatomy to it. That's just really special. And typically with the podcasts that I like, and you know, yours being one of them is that at the beginning, allowing people to open up about something about their story, like reveal something. Um, you know, I, beforehand we talked about like this format that I'm doing is like really a whole different kind of world for me. Uh, it's a lot more like, okay, we have a job to accomplish by the end. I've ne- you know, usually it's this whole journey, but still opening up with like, why, you know, some kind of a why question and tell me how you got there. Uh, because not only is it helpful to connect with the audience, but I feel like it puts the guest in a different state of mind. Do you, have you found that? Yeah. Um, I had several people who for the first time shared the story on my podcast. Like it was like, I was bullied when I was a kid. I was mm. abused. Like, and this like, wow, they, they revealed that they are gay or like these kind of stories that why are on earth are you revealing this to me? And they just felt yeah. that I'm holding a space for them. And that felt, feels always so, I feel so much appreciation for the work that I do and the fact that people are trusting me to share their stories. And that's like always so, so good. Mm. These are the conversation when you allow people to share their story without, you know, someone judging them or, you know, they know that potentially like hundreds of thousands of people could listen to their story, but they are still willing to have that one-on-one conversation with me. Mm. It's so beautiful. Well, and I should say too, and and I I'm uh, apologize for not bringing it up earlier, but you are, you know, I'm based in the U.S. You clearly are not. You're based out of Stockholm, Sweden, right? You have this beautiful accent. Do you typically like? Do you um do you interview people all around the world, or do you have like a geography that you typically stick to, or seventy seven? countries according to the metrics 
Oh, wow. But as far as your guests, like, do you interview yeah, people? Guests. 77 yeah. people across 77 the, countries. Yeah. Or 77 <laughs> countries. Wow. That's incredible. Cause I know I was thinking it feels like people, and this is, I'm so glad you're here. Cause maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I just feel like people in the U S just share everything. Like it's just overshare. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm one of them. So I'm not like disparaging what they're doing, but, um, but the idea that somebody would like come onto a podcast and share something brand new, um, is it's just remarkable. I just, I guess I'm just um, blown away, but I could understand them feeling so comfortable with you. Um, and, and your show being called fearless, it's very on brand. (laughs) I'm calling in the people like, you know, with big dreams. Mm. Um, so these are my guests and and also an audience, like people who listen to my podcast have these big dreams, Um, right? They are really here to, you know, to, to be fearless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. So if you're looking at your audience, your, your listeners, people who are watching your show on video, what is their before and after? So if they, if they start following you and they start, you know, watching and listening, if they're going to go from what to what, what's their transformation? So Number one thing is always like giving them that faith and hope that they can do it too. Mm. Like when they hear these positive and inspiring stories where from people where, you know, they can resonate with, they can relate with, um, you know, someone who didn't know what they, what they are doing. They were overwhelmed in their job and they just, one day they wake up and they say, you know, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to start my business. And then this business becomes like really successful thing. And they threw out the stories of their success. They can resonate and they can feel like, eh, if that person did it, like you said, I can do it too. So the first is like more inspiration. And then mm-hmm. also get, I'm always making sure that they also get a practical action step. So I love to recap, like when we are doing um, a podcast and I'm interviewing people, like I love to do a recap. And I say, okay, fearless people, this is time to take action. I'm big on action. Like I, I, you know, we are learners, but if you don't implement and you don't take action, nothing happens. So you are willing to change. And I always give them like really clear, okay, this is the action step. This is what you have to do. So I think the transformation happens possibly if they do anything like with, with the, you know, with the action step. Well, and it's, it makes sense too, because first it's the courage to take a step, you know, for some people that's huge. And then to say like, okay, if you did one thing, like you just heard a whole bunch of stuff, but if you just did mm-hmm. one thing, like this is what would really make a difference. So yeah. them taking action, you're right. Like the mindset <laughs> and then the, the footsteps. So, okay. So yeah. I'm and gonna, if I flip, yeah, sorry. If no, I no. flip to, to me, like how I started with listening to, to podcasts and was my insight and takeaway from the podcast, it was like probably a compound effect where I could, you know, listen to something, even if that was a mindset work. Um, let's say that, yeah, okay, you have to go out from your mind and do this thing, um, even if it's scary. I did do connection, but that person probably didn't know that that was because of their podcast. And I always also make sure that, you know, every time I get to this, to do something, I think this is big. I'm big person of integrity. And when I do something that is attributed to a, a podcast host, 
I make sure that I, I share my insight. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, a person would share something about content creation and I would do something, you know, with content and I would make sure that I tag them in the stories on Facebook or Instagram and say like, this is because I listened to this podcast because mm. it's so important for me that they know that their work means something. Mm. That acknowledgement. That's so great. That's so great that you do that. Yeah. But also I'm learning my listeners to do the same, right? Oh yeah. Because yeah, if yeah. I, sh- if I share someone else's podcast that they see like, yeah, oh, she's doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I might do with her podcast too. It's like be the client you want to be. You be want your to have. Role model. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Okay, this is um, a little more like tactical. What do you do right now to evaluate whether content is resonating, and have you made any adjustments based on you know feedback or engagement that you've gotten from your listeners? Zero. I don't. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so you're just like doing it full steam ahead. Yes. People yes, gotta be like-, like for for me. It's important the why, you know. For me, mm-hmm. like this now is the why am I doing? Like I'm here in this. Like I'm doubling down, having conversations. I don't obsess on metrics, <laughs> except right. that I am a global citizen and I love to call myself a globe. It's important for me that we reach like you know the globe. <laughs> Yeah, And that was just something that I recently had uh, an interview and they wanted to know like, okay, so do you share your podcast only in Sweden? And I said, no, of course not. And I went to check and I wow, 17, that's why I know the number. Um, But that's also a clear sign that, that, you know, people that I work with, I have clients uh, in 23 countries. Um, So it's also like that global um, resonance needs to be in place and also like speaking to different cultures because sometimes you know like you said we in states we share everything like people in India may, may not be so comfortable with sharing their story so right. I want to make sure that I really speak to to everyone no right. I'm not I'm not doing anything in, in terms of engagement <laughs> okay okay well and two um so when we Okay, beforehand, there are two routes that we can take for the hot seat. And beforehand, we establish, uh, you know, is it preeminence? Is it you want to grow your audience and your uh, and your credibility? Or do you, we want to talk about profit? And we're going to talk about preeminence. So, um, you know, profit's important, which I'll talk about in a little bit. But it's, you know, this is you like, I've, I've given everyone this option 100% so far of our guests are preeminent. So, so this is really great. Um, it, it makes me happy because if someone says profit first, it, it changes the dynamic usually of what the show's about. <laughs> it's not mm-hmm. always in a good way. Like it takes a really special show to overcome the fact that the host wants money first. So, um, so when we're talking about you know getting a larger audience, getting seen by more people, expanding, how how do you know if that's happening outside of the demographic metrics, like the country of or you know, like of the listenership? How do you know that you're getting the word out more and more? I guess I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Okay. Um, and then let's see. Let's okay. I now first of all, your show's awesome. I know people <laughs> love it. I there's no doubt. And, um, even looking at, uh, you know, your Facebook, you've got you, a really good present across social media. Um, 
where am I coming to? I guess I just, I feel like you're definitely getting traction. You've been doing this a long time. Uh, you've got a lot of episodes out. You've got amazing guests coming on your show. Um, let's, let's talk about the, what, what has been working as far as expanding it. Um, and I guess I, I keep kind of stumbling too, because the thing is, is when I get to this part, it's always hard because everybody says downloads, right? I mean, mm -hmm. right. That's what everybody says is downloads. So I'm almost <laughs> like, uh, you didn't say downloads. Like this is a whole different conversation, which is kind of exciting. <laughs> well, I know actually. That, yeah, on average, we have like 26, 27 download, downloads per show. Okay. That's where we are. No. Okay. <laughs> so okay. I am not obsessing on whether this yeah. number should be 100 or 200. But what I know that really works well, what we see, like where the peaks are, if I, for example, what you mentioned earlier, if I, for example, have a, a, a guest on my show and I do a cross uh, show with them on their podcast, that picks up more traction. Right. On both okay. ends. Gotcha. And that work really, really well. So if I'm um, interviewing podcasters and they are interviewing myself, so we try to schedule both shows at the same time. And that worked really, really well. Oh, wow. That's great. That is a great little nugget right there too. That's awesome. You know, cause I've, you know, a lot of people will swap, you know, do interview swaps and things like that, but it's interesting that doing them close to each other. And it makes total sense too, just like the synergy we were talking about earlier. So, yeah. um, and the other thing too, is, is like, uh, and, and this is always a topic that comes up as well, is that the download data isn't that reliable. So we're all kind of going blind, you know, we're riding blind. Like we are all kind of like, we generally know that, you know, more people are listening to these shows than these shows, but it's pretty tough to get a really good handle on exactly how many people are listening, exactly how many people are watching things like that. So, um, yeah. So I guess, uh, it sounds like you're kind of doing the same thing where you're generally getting an idea of, yeah, people like this one more because there are more downloads here, uh, and then not as much there. So you're able to gauge what, mm -hmm. what methods are working better. Am I kind of understanding that correctly? And always when they are sharing, like, what do we see? Like we just had a, a one person. So we had like around 10, which was really good topic, really, really good topic. Um, I loved it so much. And that was like 10 maybe downloads. Once she shared with her audience, like it reached like 60. Right. So it was really like, and people who are sharing, if they're, if I'm sharing and they're sharing always gets more traction. But that's one thing that, you know, I think that we, I don't know if I can control that if they're sharing, but yeah. I'm open to suggestion. Like, how do right. I get people more to share? Yeah. Yeah. And we'll talk about that too. Cause I do feel like there's a lot of opportunity there. So, but you would say, cause that, that really answers my next question, which is what's the most effective way that you've attracted listeners so far. And it sounds like it's definitely that whole cross sharing, or even if the guest shares at all, that's just been a huge mm -hmm. impact. Um, yeah. And then also, um, again, I always ask about brand. I think your brand is really, really great. Um, and is it, is it at a place where you're like, yep, I love our podcast brand and we're still, yep. I yeah, I, 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 I love it. It's yeah. I, I know that we are going to be doing a, a branding upgrade for the whole uh, company, but 
at this point, I really love it. Yeah. Um, it was not something that I did it because I think that I'm always like, ah, this perfectionist in me would go like, I need to. But I fully <laughs> trusted my team to do it. And I'm so proud. Of oh, good. Like, I really like that. I was like, I'm letting go this thing. Awesome. <laughs> you go and do it. And I'm so, so excited. Oh, that's so good. Well, good for you too. That was a very good strategy on your part to just hire yes. good people and then let them do their thing. So, um, also, so I saw that your website is coming soon. It looks like, uh, mm -hmm. will there, will, will a blog be part of it? Like, are you going to have show notes on that or what's the plan? Yes. yes. So we, we are having a media page. We have blog, um, courses, like how do they work with me and podcasts. It's going to be a separate page just for the podcast. So blog okay. and podcast. Mm -hmm. So in the blog, like, will you have a separate blog and then the podcast, are you still going to have show notes for each episode? Yes. Okay. Yes. And mm -hmm. the embedded audio for the episode as well. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. I think you're okay. I don't just think like, I'm confident that when you have a blog page for every episode and the audio is embedded and there's more than like 600 words on that page, just like you would do with any marketing campaign. Um, you are going to see tremendous growth, like tremendous okay. growth. So, um, and I quote this, I think, I don't think I've done an episode where I haven't quoted it just because it's absolutely the most important thing, but, um, the NPR and Edison research, they teamed up and did like a spoken audio show thing. So shows like podcasts, how do people find them? And the number one way was through web search. And wow. would that be, yeah. So like, if you have a, if you have an episode and you're talking about courage and, um, or how to make seven figures and someone's, you know, Googling it and then they find that episode and then they listen to it. And then there's a place that they can click on their favorite, you know, podcasting platform, start listening to it, subscribe. I mean, it's like a progression of mm. like a obvious next step type thing. So if they're a podcast listener, they will, or if they're like, oh, I want a course. And oh my gosh, I love her energy, <laughs> you know, because that RSS feed, you know, every time they click play on that, it's one more download. It's, you know, it's just going to grow tremendously. So, um, and then also one thing that happens with that is as you're answering questions and, and you probably do this already, where if you're talking to somebody and a topic comes up and you're like, oh my gosh, I did an interview with so-and-so about that. And here's the episode. And, um, you know, having that blog post so that again, you've got, and you know, I feel like podcasters are always like, oh, do I send my Apple link or do I send my Spotify mm -hmm. link? Whereas if you have the blog post, it's like all the links are right there. Your user gets to pick what they like best. <laughs> so, yes, yes, so I think, yes. I think you're really going to like that. The other thing I love about the idea that you're going to have this, uh, the format of your new website is that, you know, as people are listening to you, your whole point is that they're going to, you know, know and trust you know, like, and trust you. And then what's their next step? Like you've talked them into it. You gave them a next step, but like, what if they want help beyond that? Like, there's a reason that you do what you do. And so being able for them to easily and seamlessly go to that next step, you know, if they've listened to three episodes and they're like, I'm sold out, I'm sold. I want, I want coach mm -hmm. D like that's who, my person, you know, and, and having that really easy for them to get to, I think is, you know, another, another good thing. And then being able to bring it up on your show, like, you know, there's the show notes and then also be sure to check out 
you know, logical next step. So I think that that's awesome. I think you have a really good plan there and your site's so pretty, probably the prettiest coming soon site I've seen. So how about your, Oh my God, you're showering <laughs> with me with these compliments. I definitely need this. So I'm going to receive all. Thank you, Tiffany. Thank you. So what about your social media strategy? Like where are you at with that when it comes to your podcast specifically? Um, we don't share any, um, so Instagram, we don't share anything when it comes to uh, podcasts on our feed, except for these bonus um, becoming the millionaire because we want to feature these you know amazing people. I do, however, do stories, and these are like always so they get so much traction because in the stories we have like beautiful graphics with the um, what is I don't even know what it's called like the, the excerpts from the uh, like, from the show and we always tag people and this the they always get shared like people mm. love to share their story on their story like my story on their story okay it works really well when it comes to Facebook I am self-called queen of Facebook <laughs> and I love to share like everything on Facebook and go into the story um, I share on my page and share on my profile what was behind the story, what was behind the, the podcast, what I really like, what were my takeaways. Um, and that I always invite people to share their takeaways. So that strategy on Facebook, I really like because I'm home there. Um, mm. And that works really well. But a lot, what I am seeing that a lot of my guests are on Instagram, they're not on, on, on Facebook. So that might be like, okay, so I can tag them. So we are kind of in this like, okay, so which one to pick? <laughs> yeah. Well, and have you thought about using a scheduler so you can just like the, the platforms you don't care about? Cause I mean, being social on social is always the best, but then there are all those other platforms that people are on, but you don't really want to look at particularly. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, but have, have that. Ha yeah. Having yeah. A we scheduler. have a So we have that. It goes out. So I don't, it's not even me. I'm doing only on my profile. So I sit and I really think about the story on my personal profile. Everything else is scheduled through my assistant. And, and it's even like I don't I don't pay so much attention. So Facebook is really where I'm at the where I like, yeah, that's my thing. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Well, and I think, too, having that blog will help. I know for us, um, the the platforms I don't care about as much and we We'll put those out, but we'll have a link that goes back to the blog post. So like yeah. all roads lead to the episode on the blog so that people again can consume it how they want to. So awesome. Um, and so let's see, um, getting guests to share. So here's my, I, I added this to my list too. Um, so we talked a lot about the, the guests you've had guests that have shared and guests that haven't shared. Um, have you gotten any feedback from them about the ones who have shared? Like, have you noticed any pattern or difference between the ones who are sharing more or not so much? Yeah, that's a great question. Now, when I'm thinking like hindsight, it's probably the people that I have a strong connection either way, they are always willing to share. Um, because we already have a collaboration going on. So they are always willing to share. If there is a next logical step in our relationship, they're, yeah, I'm fine. I want to share. Or people who are like, <laughs> I get this. And this is also something that I don't know where, like, whoa, what is the strategy behind? I get people to 
write me an email and say like, I heard your podcast like on Spotify and I'm, I'm thinking, do you take like guests? And I'm like, okay, where on Spotify, you listen to my show and now you want to be on my show. Like that's pretty, pretty awesome. Um, so these kind of people who are kind of inspired by me, they're always like so humble. They're like, yeah, I want to share. I was on coach D's, you know, podcast and they also tend to share. Mm. Um, because we have like this, oh, really like awesome moment where, they are so proud and sometimes they even share like you inspire me so much um so yeah if we have a special connection they they are always willing to share okay and then when you have people on your show you mentioned that you know you've got kind of these rock star people but then you also have people who are who are really your ideal client is that correct mm-hmm. and um now when you interview them it, it, have they ever turned into clients after that Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so this is fun part, uh, because they get, we have a strategy behind and they are also on my email list, not, not on the marketing list, but where we share like weekly downloads. Um, and occasionally we do a promotion. So they sign up for a challenge or free, like whatever, and they become a client. So it's a a little long-term funnel, but yeah, for sure. Awesome. Awesome. That's so good. Well, great. Well, um, so before we move on, the next part is the, okay, here's my take. I know I, which I'm terrible about keeping the structure. I always end up like sharing a bunch of stuff all the way through, but, um, I do have a few things that I want to share at the end here. Uh, number one, you know, things I just think you're doing amazingly, some areas of, of improvement. And then my, I'm the boss of the world next 30 days item before we do though, is there anything else that you want to share about your podcast or anything that I didn't ask that you feel like would be helpful for everyone to know about your show? Did I said that, that I have so much fun? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it just can't be said often enough. So that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you go to coach D's Facebook page, um, and, and I will, you know, people might struggle with how to spell it and things like that. So I'll make sure that I include all the links in the show notes, but it's lifestyle by Diana, uh, D I J A N A, uh, and her energy is incredible. So totally worth the follow. So when you cannot look at that page without going, Diana, you have a good time. Like <laughs> it just exudes. So I love it. And, but it's always fun to hear too. I love it. But anything else before we no. transition? Okay. So go before- into your zone. <laughs> <laughs> so before you came on the show, I promised you two things. Number one, that I would be prepared. And number two, that I give you an actionable step that I believe will give you results in the next 30 days. Is it okay if I go into that? Yes. Okay. Sure. Um, <laughs> so uh, one of the things I asked you too, is like, if we could just solve one problem today, it would be like how to find high profile guests who are also willing to promote. You said a small podcast like yours, but an awesome mm-hmm. podcast like yours. Would you say that that's really would be the most helpful thing still one of the most helpful things? Like I yes, yes, still share yes. what's on my agenda, but um, okay. Awesome. I just um, want to clarify that. So of the shows that I listened to, and then just today on this episode, 
I love that you have like three, you have three C's, three P's. And today I heard three mm -hmm. F's. So I'm super excited because I have, I have four P's not to like be, you know, I'm almost like, oh, do I have too many? But I do have four P's to preeminence. So I'm going to share those with you now. Mm -hmm. Number one is to know your purpose, which you're mm -hmm. very clearly do. I uh, know your people, who it is that you're talking to, who's listening uh, and really dial in your messaging, which you are amazing at, which I'll go into a little bit more in a minute. Uh, number three is to optimize the promotion of your show. So while you're promoting, what are ways, you know, simple things, again, it's about leveraging what you're already doing, what things are already working. Uh, and then number four is getting those proceeds or profit to pay, uh, to help for it because it's very difficult for a podcast to be sustainable if it is not supported financially, which I, it seems like, you know, pretty well, cause you do have a team that helps you with it. Um, so I, I, I applaud you at that. I think that that's awesome. So with that in mind, I always, I always want to start with that because I want this right framework. Uh, I just really feel that number one, you're really strong you're, with your brand. Your brand is spot on. Another thing that I have to talk about so much more that I didn't have to talk about at all today is what I call the audience promise. So if someone listens to your show, I, I feel you have to tell them within the first couple minutes, who are you talking to? Like, am I, am I the one that you're talking to? <laughs> you know, I'm busy. Could you just tell me real quick, <laughs> is this show for me? And then also what is it that transformation that you promise? And you clearly state that in the very beginning of your show consistently, like every single show, that's what you start with. So I love it. Um, I also love that at the beginning you start the, the million D what is it? Make D millionaire. Becoming D -millionaire. <laughs> yeah. Becoming D millionaire. Uh, I love that that starts a little bit different too. So that was, that was awesome. But you always, it just is always clear what the audience promises. You absolutely nailed that. Um, and you know, a lot of times when we talk about preeminence, we're always talking about how do we bring people to the show, but capturing that, that group so that they want to listen over and over again, uh, the audience promise and knowing your audience, that's, what's going to keep them coming back. Um, and then being you and authentic, which you are, it didn't feel, uh, sometimes it can feel too loosey goosey when we listen to shows and it's like, does this person have a point? You know, <laughs> they told, they gave me a promise and then they didn't stick to it. And now I'm not going to come back, you know, or it's so structured that it feels, you know, contrived. And I didn't feel either of those things. I just felt like you had a point and you made it and it was enjoyable along the way. So it was really good. And you surround yourself with successful people. So it's not just like, oh, wow, coach D she's like super energetic. It's like, yeah. And everybody she seems to be around is also awesome. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. um, as I was scrolling through the guests, it was clear. Uh, so I just love it. I think that, I think all that's really important because anything that I'm about to say is really, again, just leveraging what you're already doing. Um, number one, I think that website's going to be a game changer. I just think, um, if I could, if I could say anything, it'd be, you know, when you're doing social media and scheduling it out, send people to the, the episode on your blog, like don't send them anywhere else, <laughs> like just consistently boom, boom, boom. That's where they go. Um, so I think that that's awesome. And you're already on, on that track. Um, and then, uh, I mean the other thing, okay. And I honestly, I don't usually I have like this big, long list, but I don't, I feel like we talked about most of the stuff as we went mm -hmm. as well. So, um, I just, the, the blog post definitely number one. Um, the other thing is that, um, you know, I would just get a really deliberate way of measuring what it is 
that you're looking for. So, so if you really want like a lot of people following you, even if the metrics are hard to like, we don't believe them. So if it says it's this many downloads, like just tracking it and just understanding, and, and it sounds like you do to an ex- you must to an extent, but um, just so that you're confident in your own self that it's like, I'm watching what's happening. I know this is the type of content people are craving right now. Um, and then they're confirming that for you, you know, by looking at mm. those numbers. So um really minor thing. Actually, I feel like you're, you're nailing it. So, and, and I even like, I would ask you like, how are you watching? You're like, Oh, I don't know. But then it's like, clearly your content is shaped based on what the feedback is. So even that advice is really loose because I feel like you're doing a lot of that already. Um, I do think that there's areas to optimize your guest uh, engagement. And again, you're so humble. So it's, I'm, I'm even like, I don't know, you seem to be doing an amazing job at this, but if I were to say anything, it would be, um, number one, that you lean into the areas that, uh, people are sharing, um, with you. Okay. This is such a messy answer because I'm just going to say another thing. So what I'm hearing about guesting is like, you have your ideal potential clients on your show, which I love, like, that's what I do. It's I want to keep my finger on the pulse. I want to be doing a good job and giving value all the time to Mm -hmm. the people that I serve. Uh, And if it makes sense, then we end up working together. Like it just makes sense. If it doesn't, I don't even ask them to, you know, (laughs) work with me, you know, it doesn't even ever come up again and, and they don't hunt me down either. So it's, it's great. And it seems like, I don't know if you did it strategically or accidentally, but that's kind of what you're doing is like, you're, you've got this relationship that's being built and, and it seems like it's strategic. True. Or no? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I would love to say that it is, but it's really, um, I would love to say that it is because everything in my business is so now at this point, very intentional. And, you know, I have this motto, dream big, plan for success and impact the world. And I would say that I'm a big on planning everything when it comes to launches, we are big on planning and executing. Podcast is really something that I feel that lack strategy. <laughs> um, totally. It might be strategical, but I enjoy it. And this is at this point, the number one priority. Mm. I'm having so much fun with conversations. Um, I'm meeting new people, which, you know, it just blows me away. Like we are so socially disconnected, but virtually connected more than ever. Right. Like this conversation would never happen if not for, you know, what happened in 2020 and now beyond. But I feel that it's just that virtual connection has just been the main driver. Mm. Um, I don't know how to, I don't even know if I want to strategically, like, <laughs> it, it feels that it's so heart centered and so aligned with, yeah. with my passion. I love it. I'm not even considering to monetize or not yet. I don't know what, what will happen like in a year or whatever, but it's really my intention to, 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 you know, bring awesome guests to Mm -hmm. have a conversation. So that, yeah. 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 And yeah, if it happens that they're like, yeah, of course we are in digital world where everyone like who is starting their business right now needs someone who will teach them launch strategies. This is what I do. So it happens that I 
you also get clients from there, but it's not in, it's not with that intention. It's really about to have a conversation and to put spotlight on my guests. Like this is really the intention. So when you have guests on, do you have a, like, is there something, is there a way that you know that they fit a certain criteria or just, do you just let anybody on? Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I go, we, we have a certain form, um, and one of the things like that I always like, it has to be if the mission and the core values are aligned, then we go and we schedule. Mm. Um, if there are like, if something is off when I read their form, it's like, oh no, this will not be the case. Um, I had actually few podcasts that I felt that they were a good fit, but we recorded and we didn't publish. We just got back to the person. We said, this was not, you know, it, it was not fun. <laughs> uh, oh, we will gotcha. not publish it. So yeah. it just felt so cringe, but I needed to be in my, in my integrity and just, you know, it didn't feel good for me. So I just didn't have the energy for the show. So, right. So, but as you- most of the times I feel that they're like, they can be a potential client or even collaborators. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you find most people, do you reach out to them and then they say yes or no, or do you just like put it out into space and then whoever applies, then you kind of evaluate it or do you have some kind of. Oh no, my VA. Yeah. So we, we have two podcast search platforms. Um, One is matchmaker that I know for sure. Um, And the other one is, I would lie, whatever I say now. Um, so she <laughs> goes in and she just finds guests for us. Um, they, they fill in a form and then I check the form if that's something that clicks with me. I really follow my gut and intuition. Um, and if if it clicks, we go ahead and, and schedule the show. So what kind of guests are they looking for? Like what kind of instructions do you give your VAs? Yeah. So it's, it's basically like heart center entrepreneurs that really, you know, she goes and, and listens to their, if they are also podcasters, we are really like now more and more like going to a podcaster because we've seen that that's a, the biggest traction. Um, do they have, are they serving also entrepreneurs? Um, if they are like entrepreneurs feel as they have a mission, they, they're dreamers, they have a passion. So usually we know, like, if you go and listen, you know, like, like you knew, like, yeah, I, you know, you feel that. Um, and throughout the brand that we now I have been working with this person for a year. So she knows she does everything around the podcast. So she really feels and, and I trust her completely. Sometimes it gets like off, but but most of the times, like 97% are the right people. Right. And then do you have a conversation with your guests right after the show at all? To see if it makes yeah, sense yeah. to like pursue some kind of conversation afterwards. Yeah, I just had like, this is so crazy. I had a conversation with a person where the person was so scared to come on the show, but he had this beautiful story. He was introduced to another coach um, that we are friends and he shared the story. It was the first time he shared um, and everything. And after the the show, he said, can we, can I sign up to work with you? I was like, what? <laughs> it was such a like amazing um, feeling. And we always have this conversation. I always invite them to have a conversation to see, to check in. So my promise is to have fun. My mm. promise is that it's going to be flow. It's going to be an open conversation. It's going to be fun. I always make sure that I check in afterwards. Was that fun for you? 
Mm. Um, did you have a, you know, do you feel that you, you're, you delivered what you wanted? So yeah, we definitely have good. a conversation afterwards. Good, good. And then leading up to the show, is there any time, like, I'm sure you do, but like, do you prep your guests? Like these are, this is, this is what you'll get afterwards. This is how to promote it. What do you, yeah, what's your process yeah. when it comes to that? Um, so we always, we know that at this point we have six to eight uh, weeks waiting list. So I always say like when they count on six to eight weeks and we're going to, you know, create graphics, embedded, like everything, like the, I don't even know the mechanics. Um, and what did I want to say? Yeah. And I always make sure that I ask that what is there? You did beautifully. You asked me like, what is your promotion? What is your freebie? So I always make sure that we go kind of, if that's a freebie um, and they say like, I have this sales conversation po- um, podcast or sales conversation PDF. I make sure that we follow the thread that we brand crumbing through the podcast that we actually, you know, oh, there is no gap. This is a next logical step. It's no brainer. Let's get people to opt in. So I'm always mindful that they came to feature their story, but they also want to grow their list. So it's it's always to make sure that they are good with with that. So how often, like if you if you were to guess, how often, or unless you measure it, how often are they sharing versus not sharing afterwards? So like if you're if you give them the opportunity to do a giveaway, for example, and you, then mm-hmm. you have social media that goes out or all these things that go out and you're like sharing that with people, uh, are there times that they don't actually acknowledge that or share it back or anything? Yeah, it happens. I would say 50, 50. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, so my biggest thing, cause I, and the reason I just really started digging into the whole guesting, um, I'm big on strategic guesting. You know, I've had two other podcasts before, um, next step nation. And, uh, the first, and I've always just been really selective about who is on my show. Um, even, you know, and I, this is, this is the first, the hot seat series is the first time I've ever made it public that other people could just ask me to be on my show, but they have to go through, they still have to go through the application process. And I'm really strict about like, you have to have, you know, you have to interview guests, you have to, you know, fit this certain criteria. Um, And, uh, you know, I'm fortunate because I interview podcasters. I think that that's a really great idea that you're doing it too, because podcasters share better because they are in the same boat. (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. um, and so I think it's, um, I think it's really great that you do that. Um, and, I mean, honestly, like you're so humble. So I'm like asking you all these questions in the beginning and I feel bad because I'm like, okay, now I'm drilling down and we're going to get really real about these because I feel like you're really humble and you don't almost haven't seen the stuff that you're doing. That's already like, you're, you're already absolutely crushing it. Like you said, a lot of times podcasts don't have a lot of uh, strategy. And so they're just kind of winging it. But I think your default is you have strategy. And then if it's not absolutely perfect, that means you haven't really done it yet. You know what I mean? Am I right? Or am I like way off right now? Am I? No, that just means that I have still, there is so much potential, which makes me happy. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Okay. So at the end of the day, if I was boss of the world, I would just say that, um, the next few things that you release, do it before you think you're ready. So either do what you've done in the past that's worked, hand it to somebody and say, this is what I need. 
I want you to release it. And then, you know, if you absolutely have to fix it, then fix it. But you have too much content coming, pushing up behind it. You know, yeah, you have John Lee Dumas, but who's next? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so you can't let one piece of content go by because probably how it is, you know, even what we talked about having that kind of preview, kind of an idea where you're reading his book, but just like take, you know, you, you take action already. Um, just don't, you know, and I feel bad cause I'm just telling you what you already know, but it's literally, it would 100% be like, you have to release the John Lee Dumas thing. Like, oh, oh it's in the next no, week. the show is released. No, the show is released. But the, uh, we just wanted to create like the, the special the website. Yes, have you, have you sent it to his PR people? Like, have you no. sent, okay, that's what <laughs> I want you to do. That's what I want you to release. Like, it, I'm going to check okay, up you're with you stretching me, Tiffany. Yes. Like you have to, like, if I was boss of the world, that's all I would say. And it wouldn't be yeah. like, I would say do it in the next week or unless, you know, you, you should like delegate it. Okay. You got people. Um, but first of all, that episode alone is going, you know, you're just, you know, it's just going to make amazing things happen. And then to have, especially if you have a blog post about it, because how many, how many times do people look up his name? He has a book that just came out. Yeah. How often do you think that make sure that that's in the keyword search, right? I mean, make sure yes. you've got his book name in there <laughs> a bunch you, of times, you know, you know. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what to do. You need a, you need a page up, even if it's, you know, that's the only link on your homepage, you know, um, like my, my new favorite book or something. I don't know, but I would just say, whatever you do, release that, um, and then send it to his, um, people, um, and then, you know, from there. And again, revisiting it, like, do you, do you, re, uh, send out over, like, do you drip out content over time? So like you have the episode releases and then stuff comes out and then you drip over time. Is that true? Yes. 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 Okay. So when I've had, and you may have experienced this too, but when I've had kind of bigger name guests on my show, that's the part that sets me apart. Like, that's why I can ask that same exact person to come back on my show and they'll come on because they know mm -hmm that even though like they'll share it sometimes if they see it, you know, cause it's buzzing by them too. Um, but that's how you get those people to come back. And so, um, yeah, I just think you're crushing it. Was that helpful at all? Yes. You, okay. you gave me a kick in a butt. Uh, I'm going to share <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Well, everybody who's listening, um, first of all, I just want to thank you, um, Deanna for just opening yourself up and um, being open to doing this. Uh, and as you're to our listeners, definitely go check out fearless and successful podcast. You can look it up on your favorite podcasting platform. Um, and then you also, your website, again, I'll have the link in our show notes, but it's, um, it's going to be ready at the end of the June. <laughs> Yay. So it will be ready at the end of June. And, um, this episode will release after that. So if you're listening to this, just go to the link in the show notes and definitely go look for the John Lee Dumas, uh, feature in her website and make sure to comment and, and tell her good mm -hmm. job for getting that done. So, um, so coach D what else, anything else that you would like to share before we wrap? Oh, and you do oh. have like a giveaway. Cause like, I feel like we both care about the same thing, which is mindset and growing people and encouraging people. So what is you, I saw your special offer come through today, but I didn't have time to really look <laughs> it up and integrate it. But what is it that you've got? 
So I would first say thank you so much. And I and I share that, you know, my day didn't start uh, the best, um, but it definitely ended in a Aww. best possible way. Thanks to you. Like, ugh, I feel so good. Or like really, really. Uh, I'm going to say like there were so many people that reach out to me. I was I posted today that I'm feeling in, I'm in the funk. So many people reach out to me. Bless them. Like, thank you to everyone. You know who you are. Um, as you said, you know, reach out, do need a call. Like, mm. and I'm just so humble that I had so many people reaching out, but you did a therapy session. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, so you make good. it easy. That's for, for sure. Myself. I'm <laughs> so you. glad. I'm so glad. Well, that makes my whole day. I appreciate it. And it's nighttime for you. It's what is it like 10 PM or something or it's 11, 2020, 20, Oh, goodness. Okay. Awesome. Well, we'll, we'll go ahead and wrap then again. Thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate it. And, uh, to everyone who's listening, don't be average, be brave, take action and make magic happen. Thanks so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please hit subscribe and leave us a review. Thanks again for listening and happy podcasting.